show, RP Gamers Editorial Roundtable Podcast. I am Scott Walker, and with me tonight are my co-hosts. Hi, I'm Scott's wife. My name is Sam Walker, or you would know me as Sam Martello. I'm Trent Seeley, editor at RP Gamer, and I'm currently reading as we podcast because I did not bring my Vita to Fredericton. <laughs> Nobody goes to Fredericton. <laughs> I don't even know what Fredericton is. Oh, and I am Michael Cunningham. Editor-in-chief of RPGamer.com and fellow Vita enthusiast. I like the Vita. Do you we like all like the Vita. <laughs> all right, Except topic, for Scott. topic over. <laughs> we, we we okay, or rather, I would I would want I want to like the Vita. Okay, but before we get into that one bit of housekeeping, <laughs> uh, three of us, three of the four of us, are participating in Extra Life. Seek us out on ExtraLife.com to give us money to help children. That's about it. Yeah. Yes. Help, us, help us help kids. Support those that are doing this. I'm the one that is not because I would probably not get the entire time done and would crash and burn and probably fall asleep. But I'm going to support you all regardless. Go team. Yay! All right. So I'm our... the hot one. <laughs> Everyone knows Trent is the hot one. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. None of but you are wearing pants. But he's reading a book, and <laughs> Sam is wearing pants, but is playing Harvest Moon. So that kind of balances things out, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But I don't. Our, our topic for the episode is, so what the heck? Is the Vita dead or what? Is it doomed? Nope. Is it doomed? <laughs> I love my Vita. Stop saying it's doomed. Don't make me come down there and punch you in the face. I, hmm, I like, Brent and uh, I have uh, very, <laughs> very uh, long Twitter debates about this in the past. So this Brent, don't be... make me come to Fredericton and punch <laughs> you in the face. Mac and I have honestly been debating this topic for probably two years now. <laughs> well, I it think it may like it. predate the Vita. I'm pretty like, like, sure. I, I, it's it's so strange because like uh like I have a 2DS and I and I've had a Vita for a good amount of time. And, wait, uh, wait, before you continue your topic at all, you said you had a 2DS. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No. Go. Well, okay. To be fair, it's the Don't girlfriend's 2DS, and I no. have a timeshare. No. No. That's okay. See? I don't want to distract from the topic. Go ahead. <laughs> I just point... needed to clarify that. <laughs> okay, full disclosure, I have both handhelds and a smartphone, so there is no bias on my part whatsoever. Okay. Mac. Yeah. Hey, I have, hey, I have a 3DS. I have two 3DSs and a Vita and, like, three PSPs. So, and three DSs. So I have handhelds at all of, of yes, all you're, times. You're, you're, you're muchly involved in the consoles and the portable consoles, I am yes. well aware. <laughs> yes. I want Scott to buy me the Persona Q1. It's really cool. The Persona Q, <laughs> I, I just figured that I would give a bit of a preamble because I, I've had kind of a schism um, in that, like, I, I purchased a Vita in, in good faith. Uh, I, I quite honestly believe that it had a, a solid future ahead of it, and I, and I have played many games on it that I have enjoyed. I would still play Persona 4 Golden like endlessly if if I hadn't already beat it probably like eight times at this point. Um, but unlike Mac and unlike Sam, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the system's future. And, and that's for a number of reasons. Uh, before I dip into the depressing side of the bait, I, I figured we could turn it over to you guys to talk about what you love about the Vita right now and how you felt it has changed since it was first announced. I'll let Sam start off so I can kind of follow behind on that. So I had to have a Vita because obviously Persona 4 Golden, even though I didn't need it again. And for me, it was the fact that I really liked my PSP when I got it and still do like my PSP quite a bit. But I was just interested to see what kind of RPGs were going to come out on the Vita. I was thinking maybe, oh, is it going to turn into like the JRPG machine like the PSP did? Mm-hmm. And so far, that's where it seems to be going. Mm-hmm. I, w- I, w- I would agree. I would say that of the library, it has a good chunk of it are RPGs, both indie and uh, and those developed by larger production studios. So I feel like if you're an RP gamer and you have a Vita, it's probably good to justify that uh, purchase. But outside of RPGs, 
how do you feel like the system has been since it first came out? I think it's oh, a really uh, great, great PS4 peripheral. It's, nah. it, 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 it right. has, it's, it's a, okay. It, it, on that point, Scott, would you agree that it's starting to become more like an accessory than it no, is? No, All All right. Right. I, I'm gonna, I'm I gonna end is where... this line of thought and give my, my whole outlook <laughs> before we swap into the whole, is it a PS4 peripheral? I'll give my preamble to the situation as well. I, ju- um, I just was highlighting what he said. Yeah, I know. And, you know, I don't necessarily, Scott, would you necessarily call yourself a major handheld gamer? I have bejeweled and triple bears. Let's yeah, that does pretty much just count you out on this one. Too. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa, <laughs> okay. whoa, 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 whoa. Have, There yeah. might be a reason why I have not gone out and bought a Vita. Exactly. Let's wait, take a step wait, back what? here. We can't what? just keep, what are you we, saying, we Scott? Can't... Oh, hey, hey, Sam. No, 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 no. No, we cannot count out someone in a debate because they I'm don't not happen to... I'm counting them out in the to... debate. I'm counting them out in this part of the conversation that I'm trying to get to. But but this he makes a good point. Like, perhaps he hasn't purchased a Vita because he hasn't had the incentive to purchase a Vita. And that's uh, a point um, in itself. Um, In Scott's case, it's very simple. Wife doesn't let him use it. Yeah. No. Also, it's there. There's never been a. There hasn't been anything that has really grabbed me and said, "Hey, Scott, you should steal it off the charger and play it. You should totally do that." Because you know what? I don't need ports of Atelier games or you know remakes of other different games. Do you play the 3DS a lot? Uh, I've been playing. You know, I get in my. I get in. You know, about nine holes a week on Mario Golf, and I do a little bravely defaulting right now. And I did just buy uh, Phoenix Wright because it's on sale, so I'm gonna get dig into that soon. Actually, to be honest, Scott, you've actually been playing your 3DS more than I've ever seen you with a handheld in a while. Like I can say, even more than when you had your DS. Well, the DS didn't have a Mario Golf on it. <laughs> this is true. I know how much you love your Mario Golf. but It's a really good I mean, golf game, guys. Every time we street pass, you've been doing nothing but playing Bravely Defaulting up your butt. All right, back to Trent's question. But- <laughs> um, Trent's question was, outside of RPGs, do you think there's much of a future for the system? And I would say absolutely even more so for non-RPGs than for RPGs. The reason why is because the Vita has become a bastion for portable indie stuff. And before anybody goes off and says, oh, who gives a crap about indie games? Why not? I'm actually pro indie games. It's just that for me, that doesn't help because I have a Steam account and a nice. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I I don't don't know. It's great for you, Mac, I'm sure, but. It is because I have other options. I can take all of those games and I can play them anywhere. I don't have to be at my computer. I don't have to be right there. I can be, you know, at the grocery store waiting in line, pop out the Vita and play. I can be at the work, at work, pop out the Vita and play. I can be, you know, at the in-laws, pop out the Vita and play. I can go to bed, you know, pop out the but Vita and play. Anywhere is where I've got it. I don't care that it's already on PC. It's on the go. Okay. That's the point. Uh, to take a step back, though, like you, you, are, you bought a Vita yes. when it first came out, correct? Yes. And the Day thing, one the, th- the thing that you really enjoy playing on it now are are indie titles. That that is a big appeal to you. The thing I enjoy playing on it now are fun games. Okay, okay, we're gonna just take a step back here. Okay. So so you've been playing. You'd say it's it's become a bastion for indie titles, which I 100% agree with you. It is uh, an excellent place for indie gaming. But I'm of the opinion, and maybe this sounds a bit harsh. Uh, indie games, being that a majority of them, actually all of them, are digital to the system, are not going to be the reason why a lot of people buy the system. Okay. A lot of pe- a lot of people who are interested in playing indie games will purchase them on their PS3, PS4, Wii U, PC. But would someone who is interested in indie games say, you know what I need? I need to get a PS Vita so I can play all of these on the go. Our, our indie games, and this is not me saying that they're less than other games or that they're not as fun. Our indie games, considering the lack of PR and the lack of brand attention they generally get, something that is a system seller and do okay. they push that system towards sales all right because as of right now the vita has four million in sales the 3ds has 42 million in sales i would suggest that they are not pushing the vita's 
overall units sold by that much. All right, two points that I'm going to counter on that. First, if you're talking, I'm not going to even debate, you know, is 3DS doing better than Vita? It is. There's no debating that. It's it's a fact. There's nothing wrong with that. Your thing is saying is whether it's a system seller or not, I'm talking about whether it's enjoyable or not. I'm not going to tell you know I'm not going to get up here and say that the Vita has been fantastic in sales. It's not. It has not done well in the sales market. You're not going to you know I'm not going to argue that because it's true. It has not done well at all. But at the same time, it should be. Yes, absolutely, it should be, because the games that are out there right now that have the stigma of indie games and you know just the very fact that this question's being asked kind of you know brings that point to the light. There are games out there that you can pick up on, yes, PCs, you know, get them on Steam, you can get them on PS4, whatever. You can uh, get them on mobile phone, too, if you want to take them on the go. Okay, you know, there's your point right there, as far as what you said. You've got mobile games that are just as, as big. Why not get them on the go on the Vita? Why not get a handheld that you can pick up, that you can play digitally, and that you can, you know, get a, a library of stuff at your fingertips with great controls instead of just you know, mobile touchscreen stuff that maybe people don't like. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think absolutely. I'm actually going to counter what you said previously with regards to uh, the sales, because I do think its commercial performance is important to the system in a lot of ways. Um, I think we can all agree that at this point, the Vita is a commercial flop. I think it has a lot of potential. I think it's a great system in terms of its specs, in terms of its designs, in terms of its capabilities. But high potential is not high performance. And the reality is it hasn't sold well. And that has a lot of spinoffs that I'm sure a lot of people probably don't consider. Uh, the biggest one, firstly, is that you know Sony has decided to stop producing AAA titles. Now, when, when the, the 3DS was not selling well, as I'm sure we can all remember, Nintendo continued to push their AAA in-house titles on the system until it had a greater user adoption. And the greater user adoption led to more third-party support. And the challenge with the Vita is that the third-party support, which I think is important to some degree to every system, is not going to go there for two reasons. Number one, there's no increased adoption by first-party games, and, and that's a problem. And number two, if they are to make a game for the system because of its many capabilities and because of how powerful it is, it costs more money than it would for a 3DS or any other portable platform. And that means it's a risk. To develop for the Vita is a risk. It absolutely is. And I will back your point on saying that Sony is not doing what they need to do with the system. Mm -hmm. But but that's scary, though. But the thing is, the reason they're not is because people still didn't support it from the get-go. Sony, when it launched, came out with an Uncharted game, they had Wipeout, they had Hot Shots Golf, they had their staple titles that were there for that system. Sony portable titles didn't get the backing because they were not... Sony has no idea what it's doing. I'll fully, wholeheartedly admit this. Sony has no idea what it's doing with its first-party stuff on Vita. They don't know what handheld gamers want. Nintendo did. You know, I'll fully back that. Super Mario 3D Land was fantastic. That's the game that really turned things around on the 3DS for me. Absolutely. But, and and, and for, Sony for has no clue on that. Too. I'm not going to argue on that point at all, because I agree. Sony has no clue. They, they themselves have dropped the ball. But that doesn't change the fact that there is still a great system there, and that the perpetuation of the fact that it is a flop is... You know, what, you know, does it do any good to sit and say, well, this system's a flop? Or can you just take it and enjoy it and, you know, not just pretty much drill it into the ground and say, you know what, it sucks, it's doing bad, and the more we talk about it doing bad, probably the worse it's going to get because nobody's going to change their mind. Or do you but enjoy it's... the positives about it and bring it up? Can, can I jump there, in? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Sony's first-party titles have also never done anything for me. But... I get frustrated because I think that they do when they do have a first party title for Vita, it's generally pretty interesting. Like, I think Tearaway should have got a bigger push than it did. Oh, absolutely! That's actually yes. a fantastic little game that got no support. Tearaway but people who had a Vita, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Oh, you make a great you know, point on that. People who had a Vita were playing it and loving it, and you almost kind of want to smack Sony because now they're making this 
big HD version on uh, PS4, which yes. you kind of look at that and you go, you know, you could have pushed the one on the Vita harder instead of just, you know. Oh, you know, that, that's, that's another thing. Oh, the, yes. And I'll back your point exactly on that because you're exactly right. That Tearaway should have been a launch title. I know it, you know, wasn't in development enough at the time to be, but it, it should have been a launch title, and it should not have launched on the same day as Super Mario 3D World, Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds, and the Xbox One. It launched against all of those systems, and no wonder it sold barely anything. <laughs> well, let's face it, Sony picks the worst kind of dates oh, for their first-party yes. titles. Well, you don't you don't have to worry about that anymore though, because they don't have any plans to develop any more for the system. But it's and, and you have it's to disappointing. That, you have to understand that when I say these things, it's not me intentionally trying to be crass. I'm not trying to force my opinion down anyone's throat. What I'm saying is that I'm critical of Sony, and I don't only focus on the positives because this is tough love, and I want to incite change. If we don't draw attention to the fact that this is a dumb strategy that's not doing good for the system, perhaps someone at Sony will think, oh, yeah, maybe maybe we should change our approach in terms of marketing. Maybe we should get a different type of game on the system. See, I don't, I don't maybe think we should Sony's spend some time focusing on it. Sony is not capable of admitting, the, of admitting they have done wrong. They just let things quietly slip away. Yeah. UMD and televisions. UMD movies. Oh my god, it, it's true. I mean, it, 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 I, I honestly feel like Sony is really, and this is why I'm concerned about things like Project Morpheus, because I feel like Sony is good at conceptualizing an idea and terrible at executing an idea. And you may throw the success of the PS4, the PS2, or the PS1 at me in retaliation, but I honestly think that that was more serendipitous serendipity than their intentional they they, up- they were they were less crap than everyone else that you know that month the ps1 yeah. is a really a highlight of that i think see I, I kind of disagree with that though only because and i'm gonna change the perspective a little bit for people who like their rpgs let's face it the ps1 the ps2 they were the go-to systems to get your rpgs That's i'm not true. saying like i'm not talking about sony first party because let's face Having a conversation about Sony making changes for first party anything is a really stupid topic to begin with because they're never going to change. But when you look at the fact that there are people out there in the third party trying to push titles of interest, you know, the PSP had a lot of really interesting games come out from Japan. It did. Okay, the West, the West doesn't try to develop for the portable. But system. but but again, I, I feel like the fact that the system is so expensive to develop for presents a risk in development. And oh, I feel like, absolutely. And, and, and I feel like the fact that the adoption in Japan and here is so soft. You know, it, it's such a risk to to create something. And 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 it's it's this catch twenty two of we can't sell units unless the games are there, but we can't yep. sell games unless the units are sold. All right. Answer me this. What would you like to see? Do you want more first-party games from Sony when they don't have a clue really what to make? No, well, I, I don't. I think at this point, they could come in and kind of pull what Nintendo did. Now, obviously, they aren't in quite in the same financial position where Nintendo has something like 16 billion yen in reserve, whereas... Sony is hemorrhaging money from all divisions except the PS4, but literally they could sit down with guys like not 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 necessarily even the big guys, but the a lot of guys who are in mobile apps in in they are and just publish them like become they, a second party they, in a they absolutely way. they are I, I, doing I that like... and people are shunning them because it gets the indie stigma title you know there are no, games that not sony like, is not doing necessarily that. like indie but like literally sit down and say okay ubisoft montpellier you do smaller stuff here well, is the budget for a small thing you're gonna make it on the vita yeah, yeah. See, they've already like pay for some exclusives pay for some like and and i know that there are going to be some people out there who say like exclusives don't solve the problem but the, exclusives the reality are a is good kickstart <laughs> it's true the reality is a lot of the core buyers of a system a lot of the people that are first in line to pick these things up before the serenity whips into full and then the rest of the buyers that might be interested to actually pick up the device they're going to be there because there happen to be games that you can only get on that system that are interesting 
Mm-hmm. And, and there hasn't been enough focus in flooding the system with those kind of games. Maybe the PSP had that, but the PSP had a lot of sales behind it in Japan and here. And, and it was that was significantly, all Monster Hunter. <laughs> and, 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 but, and, at the, but at the same time, it, it, like the, the budgets for developing a DS game or a PSP game were fairly comparable. And you could port between those two systems. You can't port between the 3DS and the, and the PS Vita. Not really. Well, because um, PS Vita they, people they expect something more, though. See... My problem is really simple in this situation. My hatred for the 3DS comes from the fact that Nintendo only pushes first-party titles, doesn't bother with third. My issue with Sony is they've got nothing to show for first-party, but they have everything for third. Mm -hmm. Like, they have the backwards-ass problem on both (laughs) ends of the situation. And, like, to be honest, the 3DS, they, they could put Mario in front of my face and I would sit there and go, Mario bores the out of me. Give but, me something else. But, like, okay. But in the Tony case has of the-, the same problem where if they were to put Sackboy in front of me, I'd be sitting there going, so what? Like, for me, yeah, the, these the handhelds v- are all about the third-party interest, the quirkiness that comes from mm-hmm. which is, which is non-family, you know, the non-frontal developers. Because yeah. I yeah. couldn't care less what Sony does. Yeah. I don't care. Yes, I'm a, I am a unabashed Sony fangirl. Yeah. Okay? The Vita's problem is it is very niche. It is very... It is a very niche system. But it's but, designed um, for me. You know, I feel like <laughs> it is truly designed for somebody like me, and I am in the minority. I understand that, but th- it is what I want. This okay. is an apples and orange situation, though. Well, okay, because, no. But no, okay, yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 no. Only if you're comparing 3DS. No, 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 no you're going to just accept that whatever they put in front of you is all that there is. I know this because I have nephews, for example, who only understand that Nintendo has a first party and not a third. And that's all they understand and that's all they accept. And I can show them a million other mm-hmm. things. They don't want that because Nintendo didn't put their hands in that. Yeah. Here's what and I'll I say never is... grew up that way. I wanted mm-hmm. all the different things, and I was perfectly okay with. See, here's the thing, though. I don't think the Vita actually offers all the different things. I, think I don't it think so it does happens either. To have JRPGs and visual novels, which push your buttons just fine. But <laughs> if I wanted a a decent actioner, because I think. Or a decent first-person shooter, or you know, like a decent sports game. Or there, there's, hell, there's a lot of I'd deficits. Like a, I'd like to see them try to do something strategic with it, like real time. Like they've got a touchscreen. That's half the problems of there RTS are, gone. There are some of those on the system, but again, it's a case of they're either not being promoted or pushed in any way. So they're nobody not, knows that they they're exist. They're all digital. The library is heavily digital <laughs> and you don't see them on store shelves. Honestly though, like it's it's that not is really a it's, problem. It's, it's like uh, we we all know that a system is made on on how good and how plentiful its software is we all know that you know the health of a system really is does it have a lot of really good games okay yes the thing about the 3ds and and, and i'm going to take a step back from library from that just to talk about something different for a second the thing about the 3ds its turnaround wasn't just the fact that it got super mario 3d land okay there's a lot of other changes that happened you know suddenly the the nintendo network was better it, it got a massive price cut it was being marketed differently there's a lot the of little approaches the <laughs> there's a lot of little approaches though that nintendo took to change the way the product was positioned Mm-hmm. So that people like Sam, who maybe aren't interested in just buying first-party games, had other incentives to pick it up. Whereas Sony hasn't taken the same opportunities. You know, the, the memory cards are still expensive as balls. The system itself is still incredibly expensive. When the, you the, can the, find the minute, one. Oh, that, the, I was going to say, that's the, the new situation is... You know, we had a conversation with a friend. they're only selling of... them in bundles, and they're yeah. in between bundles right now. Well, and we were talking about that with a friend of ours, because he wants to buy a Vita. So he can import. So he can import his Super Robot Wars games. Mm-hmm. You know, even he was saying, he goes, like, every time I go to work, because he works at a future shop, he goes, I keep hoping that, you know, there will be some Vitas at work, or at least a bundle. Yeah. Like, something that I can pick up. Which is, which is, which is good, but, like, it, it's not just, it's... <laughs> It's it's not just it's not just the pricing though. Like there's a whole bunch of other things. Like they they need to market the fact that they have all this digital stuff. They need they need to spend time in these big conferences that they have, not just focusing on the PS4. Actually, spitting into the wind. You're spitting into the wind at this point because 
much like you, Sony has also more or less given up on marketing it because they don't know how. But but, here, but here's it's, another. It's, no, there's a reason for that, and it's caught in a weird place between being compared to handhelds and being compared to consoles. Because what I heard you all say just a minute ago is you'd like to have a good actioner. You'd like to have a good first-person shooter. You'd like to have a good sports game. Do you have any of those really on other handhelds that you love that are your go-to games, or do you prefer those on consoles or PC? Okay, well, you, I prefer them on consoles and PC, exactly. but, I, but I've Most played them people... and purchased them on the 3DS. Which first-person shooters have you been playing on the 3DS? Okay, not first-person shooters, but... <laughs> exactly. oh, I tried that Metroid one. Genre. All I'm saying is that it's it's more than just RPGs to me. And it's more it, than it just is for indie me titles to me. And, and I, could recommend is, more, I could recommend more non-RPGs for the Vita than I could RPGs. I can't. I can't. You look at my Vita, and my home screen has, like, one Vita game, a bunch of indie titles, and a bunch of classics from the PS1. That's what's on there. And I enjoy having the Vita to play those things, but there isn't enough things that are specific to the Vita that have been built for this system. It, it, it makes me wonder why I even have it. Actually, I don't have that many RPGs on my Vita. I also have a bunch of non-RPGs. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, there isn't my, even um... a Tetris for the Vita yet. Tetris is coming. Yeah, that's the thing. You have a console that you can't play Tetris on. Tetris. It's on everything. <laughs> that is the oh. most telling thing I have heard this whole conversation. You can't you're, play you're, Tetris on the Vita. You're, you're, right, you're right about Sony, though. Like, I don't understand their strategy. I, I, I thought they don't either. They did, <laughs> I, I thought what they did in Japan recently where they announced that they would be unleashing this massive back catalog of PSP games for free for Vita owners. I thought that is a really cool way to incentivize people to upgrade to a Vita or to buy a Vita for the first well, time. Well, especially with them shutting down PSN for people with PSPs. Yeah. But here, but, but, the... but then but then I was like, would this ever happen in America? And I'm honestly not sure they would ever do that. Here. No, because no. here in the U.S., the Vita is dead because people people don't want it. I I feel honestly like you know Sam and I are in in the niche that enjoy this concept. You know, I have been playing my Vita back to back nonstop all year long. I have played games on it nonstop, and you know, I, I hear you say well, I've only got a few RPGs or some indie games. You've got games. You know, I have had my 3DS longer than I've had my Vita, and there's Super Mario 3D Land, Theater Rhythm, and Bravely Default are about the only things I've really played. Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. There's been about four games. They've been good games. I've enjoyed them, but that's been about where it's ended for me. You know, for the Vita here recently, I have gone through and I have played um, The Walking Dead Seasons 1 and 2. I'm going to be playing The Wolf Among Us. Uh, played both Danganronpa games, which if you like Phoenix Wright on the 3DS, there's absolutely no reason that you wouldn't like Danganronpa. You know, just because it, it, you know, the worst part about that game is that it has a weird title. So, you know, uh, there's it's, plenty of weird titles out there. Yeah. But, you know, Trent, you were talking ahead of time before the podcast that, you know, when you hear people talk about that game, it kind of sets you back. Why? You know, it, it's there's content out there. You know, Velocity 2X, I've played through Injustice, played through The Swapper, uh, played through Proteus, uh, X-Blade, Code Embryo. You played Dead Phantom Breaker, Phantom Breaker, which is a beat-em-up. Mm-hmm. Thomas Was Alone, Tearaway. Oh, I love Thomas Alone. You know, there is tons of content out there. And the whole point is uh, Rogue Legacy. Uh, I love that game, too. It just that. doesn't have the stuff you're wanting. Okay, but what well, do you want? Here, here's my, okay, I guess, to pivot off of that... Um, you know, can we say that, okay, let's say this thing chugs along as a little JRPG and indie machine with, you know, 6,000 year, use, 6 million u- users by the end of it. Like, so let's say by the end of next year, we've got 6 million sales and it's that many people buying enough games to support indies and JRPGs on this. Can we just call that a win? Is it like the Dreamcast that way? 
I don't see why not. It's it okay. It's like the Dreamcast in that or, sense. Or the it, Neo it has, Geo, it has a dedicated... where you have a bunch of people spending a lot of money on SNK fighters. <laughs> it, it it has a dedicated user base, and I don't knock that. the thing The thing I'm trying to state is that yes, I personally have buyer's remorse, and maybe that part of that is that I'm I'm not enjoying all the games that you're enjoying. Mm-hmm. But in in terms of the question of is the Vita doomed? I think at some point developers. And this could include indie developers, believe it or not, are just going to look at the system and say, this thing is not selling any more units. We're not seeing any greater sales. The cost of localization is still high. The cost of marketing is still high. And the cost to make it for the system is definitely high. Is uh, it worth it? Is it worth the risk? And maybe they'll say no. Well, and I think there's there's something to be said where it's almost they, they come at it backwards, where if you're looking to make a small PC game in the mm-hmm. vein of, say, you know, um, in, in the vein of, um, I guess, uh, I, I'm going to point to Ubisoft because they do have, they, they do seem to be making B-level games again. And maybe a Vita version is also just becomes part of the business plan, you know, a few months down the line, you get six guys oh. to code it for that. You know what? I'm really actually happy with Ubisoft in, in, in that sense because when I was playing Child of Light, I don't know how many times I kept saying to Mac, I'm like, this game should be on the Vita. Like, mm-hmm. it has the perfect fit for that system, and then lo and behold, the day I said it, it <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, those are the situations where, you know, you could take those little B projects, like Scott is saying, and put them on that system, and they would flourish. They would be in a good position. Yeah, here's... I, I bet, you know, they should actually, you know, put some cartridges out. Maybe yeah. people actually cared about that, which they didn't, because, you know... Well, at this point, I think physical retail still matters, and that might hey. be an episode for a different day. Yeah, that is a problem. I do own Child of Light on a physical cart on Vita, and it's in my Vita right now to play next. So you just had to import it from Europe. But here's the thing. <laughs> what Scott said about somebody like Ubisoft, the big companies are not where we're getting the support from nowadays. They don't support handhelds. You know, Square Enix barely supports the handhelds, and if they do, it's not here in America. You know, no, other companies like EA, <laughs> EA, Ubisoft, you know, all the big companies, it doesn't matter if it's 3DS or Vita or whatever, they don't support it. You know, look at the 3DS as well. You know, outside of Nintendo products, we see stuff from Atlas. Um, yeah, what else are we seeing? <laughs> You know, I the big Sega, companies aren't the like, ones. But, but they, the they, all, all, the, all these big, all those say. big guys did support the system, though. Each and every one of the big players mm-hmm. had at least one game on the system, and it didn't is, sell. And it and did not 3DS. And they yeah. thought it was too risky to go back. But they yeah. do still make them for the 3DS, because the 3DS no. has a, a massive amount of player base. The big companies don't. <laughs> That's the thing, is they do not, outside of some shovel work that's coming out, like Activision's Madagascar Penguins, you don't see the third party supporting the 3DS either. Square Enix has a few titles in Japan that they're putting out, and that's that's really about the only big third party you see supporting it. The other thing is they're also passing off Atlas, that stuff to the smaller developers too to make it look like it's bigger than it actually is. I mean, WayForward did the new um, Transformers game on 3DS. Yeah. Activision just barely, you know, they're like, oh, we can we can get a little bit of money out of this one, so let's just, you know, get a real low-budget one made. But I don't think that's the key. I honestly think the key for development in general is the indie community because, you know, dismiss it as you may that it's already available on PC or whatever. A lot of these titles are now coming to Vita very close to release on PS4, Vita, and PC. You know, like, stuff that, like Devolver Digital that they're releasing, uh, like Hotline Miami 2, Pro Force, uh, Titan Souls, and Not a Hero. All of those games they highlighted that are coming out, you know, they're hitting consoles and Vita. I'm fine and, with and, the overlap. And, and, and then, and it's exciting, and those are all excellent games, and I'm not dismissing indie games in general. What I said is that they aren't system sellers. I haven't heard a single person say that they bought a PS4 or they bought a Vita or they bought a PS3 because they wanted to play indie games. I, I love indie games. Um, I, like I, I want to know no, where these no, 10 million I, I love, sales of PS4s are uh, even coming um, from. I, from I, PS4 I love indie games. games. I, no, I, I love indie games. I love the fact uh, that they uh, enhance having a system, and they absolutely do. But I don't feel like people buy a system with the intention of eventually buying indie games. Uh, uh, Trent, I put my hand up on that one because I did. 
I was that person who bought the PS4 because I don't really like playing PC games and I wanted to get my transistor on. And now all my Humble Bundle purchases are slightly more lonely because of that. (laughs) And you know what, Scott? I don't care. (laughs) Because I got to play Transistor on my PS4. It played magnificently. Now put Bastion and and Transistor on my Vita, too, and I would play them again. Oh, heck yeah. I don't (laughs) mind. You know, you may call it sloppy seconds or whatever you want to as far as what they're getting on, you know, these secondary handheld ports. But I'm not getting that on any other handheld. And that's the issue is I think what is being offered to me is perfect because that's what I'm desiring. You know, I'm wanting to play these games. I don't play on PC a lot. Um, I, don't you know, I don't sit down and do that. So if I can get it on the go and it's not on iOS, absolutely. Yes, it is a it's an, if I didn't have one already, I would have bought it for this stuff because you know what? The games are cheap. You know, if you look at the retail mm-hmm. stuff that came out, you look at uh, like Uncharted, you look at the uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation, all those games that came out at launch for Vita were 40 bucks. 40 bucks. No wonder they didn't sell because those games, I don't think, were worth it. Uncharted Golden Abyss, not worth it. it. You know, the stuff that came out and that they put out weren't worth that. But you look at what's coming out now for 10, 15, 20 bucks, absolutely. Velocity 2X just came out free on PS Plus, probably going to be what, 10 or 15 bucks when it comes out. A fantastic game. You know, I get every bit as much playtime out of that as it would take me to get through, you know, an Uncharted game. 10 hours, I put that into that. It's a different style. It's a different thing. But you know what? If that's what you want to play, play it. I'm not playing these games just because, oh, well, this is all I can get. I'm playing them because they're fun. And it's given me an opportunity to play something in a format that I enjoy. You know what, though? I actually do agree with you, actually, about the price point thing. Because you're right. You know, if you want to call them sloppy seconds, by all means. But the price point is right in a lot of these cases where Not, you well, get just as much from, enjoyment. From where I sit, though, where I'm sitting is like, okay, yeah, sure, I could get it on a Vita and borrow it off you. Or I could just wait and it'll be in a humble bundle and I'll get it for six bucks. <laughs> or, or, or on Steam other. sale. Yeah. yeah. But again, but for people like, like Mac I mean, and I who don't. If we're going to play... talk about it as a value proposition, it's still not a contest. Now, no, it's I'll, not, I'll give but this what to I'm PS, PSN's getting closer to Steam than any other console. Yes, with their digital pricing oh, and their digital sales. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And 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 I and again, I don't begrudge anyone for enjoying their Vita. It, yeah. The arg the argument isn't that you should not enjoy your Vita. That's not the argument whatsoever. The argument is that I'm concerned that the people who develop for the system are going to stop because the system isn't successful. Right, and like you said, Sony has because I think the stuff Sony was putting out, with the exception of Tearaway was more of a mistake and more of a waste of money because I don't think they have anybody in the first party outside of apparently Media Molecule well, that, and, knows, that knows what Sony, handheld gamers want. And Sony Japan Studio, which they don't know what gamers want, but they're still putting out first party stuff. Yeah. I you mean, know, we're forgetting things like, I know, I'm sure not many of us care about, for example, Freedom Wars and Orishika. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're RPGs. Yes, they're niche. But that's first party Sony Japan. Yeah. And, I think, and, I, and I think those games are going to move in Japan, definitely. Maybe not as much here. I, and I feel like those are good steps forward. Well, but, but I'm just saying. like, it's Freedom not, Wars will be an interesting one because if it it's is It's already marketed, out in Japan. Both of those are. Yeah. It is, and it's marketed and for all those Monster Hunter lovers. So, you know, I don't know. If, if you love Monster Hunter, maybe yeah. it will scratch your itch. I don't, Sam, again, don't know. That's your perfect point. I think losing Monster Hunter was probably the biggest detriment to the Vita because it oh, yeah. built up in Japan as a huge thing that built the PSP up, and losing that was probably the biggest downfall for the Japanese system. Yeah, but now people have to buy a Franken peripheral on the 3DS to play Monster Hunter. <laughs> Yeah. And well, until, ugly... until the new 3DS comes out. Well, yeah. And yeah. that is an ugly freaking peripheral. <laughs> that little it nub. It really is. <laughs> like it is it is ugly, it's stupid looking and like with the Vita, I have two sticks. Like I can play Monster right. I should be able to play Monster Hunter. I probably Here's... could. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm going to agree with Trent on this. Yeah. You know, I think that nobody is saying that we can't enjoy the system because I think the market for it is limited and that's the biggest problem that you run into people that want these big games on the go are getting them on ios and they're dealing with the horrible controls and they're fine with that 
You know, people want to play things on the go. Everybody I talk to, for the most part, with a few exceptions, when they're talking about portable gaming, they want something they can play just in a small burst and be done. You know, some people think it's heresy, the fact that, you know, if you get in a big boss battle in a handheld and then, like, put it into sleep mode and come back later, they can't do that. They don't want that small, bite-sized type experience. And I do. That's the biggest reason, you know, I, I want a PS4 to finally update and get suspend mode is my lifestyle does not give me the opportunity to commit to blocks of gaming. So being able to play on 3DS or Vita and stop at any point, put it in sleep mode, come back to it exactly where I left off is the reason I game. And I think that market has really dropped and people have you know, they either want the full console experience or they want the tiny bite-sized stuff that they can get on mobile, you know, or an iPad, something like that. And that's why I think the biggest problem is, and I think it's going to hit, you know, the 3DS as well. It's not doing near as well as the DS did in some markets, you know, or at least it wasn't to start with for sure until, you know, you started getting more games out there that really kind of drove it up. And, you know, 3DS is doing great now. But here in America, I would have to say, People are moving away from that. They really are. They're they're content and they're happy with mobile because it's one device they can always have with them, multi-purpose, and boom, that's it. You know, the Vita and 3DS don't offer that. They may have a web browser and stuff like that on there, but they're not multi-use devices. And, and also, that's what I, think I mean, clearly the true failure of it is that uh, the PS Vita did not port over the RSS feed utility, so you can't list, so you can't have a podcast subscription on your Vita. See, that would be nice. Yeah, not that I would use it for that, because I wouldn't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here, here's the other thing is, do you think that Sony is maybe poised to shift it, um, shift the Vita into being a PS4 peripheral? I think it's a good benefit to have, but honestly, I haven't used remote play near as much as I thought I would. Well, would the and Vita I've, TV change that? I've I've no. actually I've actually heard some new some of my friends recently purchased PS4s you know mm-hmm. with the with the interest of playing Destiny and uh, they they've all been incorporating Vita into the experience I don't awesome. know what it is but they they think it's a very cool technology and and in in essence I think it's a cool technology too well yeah. and I, would it be and, and I and I and I certainly do the the few times I do hear Sony talk about the Vita it's with reference to the PS4 and mm-hmm. I, I honestly do think that they are positioning it as more of a companion device. I think they think they can move, you know, they've moved 10 million PS4s. I think that would help them do more with the Vita than just saying, you know, here's Uncharted Golden Abyss 2. I think you've got more people that would like to play Destiny on remote play because Bungie actually went out of the way to design a good control scheme around it. Um, Diablo 3 Ultimate Evil Edition, Blizzard came up with a pretty darn good like control, control scheme. Yes, it, it works it works amazingly well. That's the, you know, that's the things it really does. But, you know, it runs into the same problem that I have is that, you know, I want to play just in bytes. You know, I want to play just as I can and be able to pause it. And without the PS4 having suspend mode like it's supposed to have, I can't do that. So it's still a nice peripheral. You know, it's great if you, you know, want to play it on the go and it does work. You know, I was able to play it um, when I first got the system. I was able to play Resogun. At work, remote play, you know, 20 mile, 20, 25 miles away, do remote play and play it at work, you know, and it worked. It was smooth as could be. It was great. But that's not what I like the system for. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that uh, given the focus and the use of its resources, Sony could possibly turn things around for the Vita. As far-fetched as that might sound to some people on the podcast, I, I feel like if they if they did introduce some of the same initiatives that they recently introduced in Japan, they altered the pricing of the console and of the memory card. If they played up the games that are coming to the system at upcoming conferences, they actually took the time to do some solid marketing of something other than the PS4. I feel like we could really see a bump in the units sold. And, and I feel like that bump would be important to people like you, Mac, who do use it for niche stuff because mm-hmm. it would lead to greater amounts of people buying the system and greater amount of third parties being interested in okay. putting stuff on the system again. I feel like it would just make it a more hospitable environment for everyone. Well, one thing that Sony has done in their move away from the first party support, they have done the third party development 
uh, third-party production development that has been responsible for stuff like Borderlands 2 coming to Vita, and it's been responsible for, um, there's actually a few things that they might actually be announcing at TGS, but there's, you know, there's stuff that's going on in the background that they're working on in the background, you know, Tales of Heart are coming over. That's a game that, you know, Namco Bandai, Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco had no desire to bring over to the States because they don't bring over handheld Tales games. But with third-party production stepping up and saying, hey, we're going to help you with this, we're going to do this, it, it's happening. And I think that's what we're going to see more support out of instead of the first-party stuff is we're going to get more third-party third support. And if that happens, you know, they've got to, they might strike with something that people want. You know, just imagine, an, you know, I can't even come up with, you know, the hypothetical scenario, but just keep an eye on uh, TGS. I think there's mm-hmm. there's stuff that this year could actually show that they're going to do something with it or it's game over. Yeah. They did announce stuff at their pre-TGS show. You know, the new Ease is coming to, you know, PS4 and Vita. Which I'm very excited about. Oh, absolutely. But again, but, but, but again it's – it's I, I honestly feel like to, to write the ship, just like you would try to write a company that's about to go under, mm-hmm. the person who's at the reins really needs to take a coordinated effort on a number of fronts. Absolutely. You know, it's great to get localization support. It's great to get third-party support. And I, I'm totally down with that. And I'm sure most people who own the Vita would be as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a lot of little things that Sony could be doing that wouldn't affect them that much that they aren't. And I don't know why the focus isn't there. I, don't I agree. Know if, I don't. I don't know if they've just thrown their hands up in the air and given up. But <laughs> I, I feel like focus, I feel like it's a missing opportunity. Yeah, their focus has been so much on the PS4 because it's doing well. They're putting their eggs in that basket and just bailing on the other because, like we said, you know, at E3 this year, the Vita had. 50 plus games at the show. There were 50 plus games they were showing there. Uh, you know, I could run down a list of the games that they had, but during their press conference, they talked about a small, tiny handful for less than a few minutes. There was no mention of half of the games that were there outside of a few of the announcements. And even then, so, there, there was almost like this. There was almost like someone standing off to the side doing the asterisk tests of also available on the Vita. Like they announced Grim Fandango mm-hmm. HD, and it's like also for Vita. <laughs> yeah, and there were the same thing happened at Gamescom. Is you had a huge list of stuff that was playable, but when Sony came to talk about the stuff, they just passed it over completely. There wasn't even, you know, Nintendo does a great job with their directs. The Nintendo directs have been fantastic because they have taken time. You know, even the stream, the Treehouse stream that they did at E3, they take the brilliant, time, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. they take the time to put it on their level, and there's no reason if Sony really cared that they couldn't do something like that and say, hey, you know, there's been some people over in the Sony of Europe that have been kind of the Vita pushers, um, and there's no reason they couldn't say, here's 30 minutes and a webcam. Let's put together, you know, 30 oh, minutes well, worth Sony of footage Europe of stuff. Is- focused on getting a euro truck for the euro truck sim for the vita i think is that that's the key for europe hey there's farming sim and you know farming uh farming simulator 2013 is actually on vita so oh i i do know i, I wouldn't I be surprised see that and yeah. I, I but they need the trucker sim i that i think yeah. i feel that that's key it's like you need euro monster trucker. hunter to win japan and you need a truck sim to win europe yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's getting honestly, Minecraft too. I, I honestly <laughs> thought that farming simulator was a joke. No, I, I no no. And, and and when I say I know I know that sounds ironic, but like when I say it, I mean I didn't think it exists. Yeah. But I was in a bargain shop the other day and I saw it there for ten dollars. So. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's kind. It's 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 something I did not expect. No. And you can play it, and there's probably trophies. You're right. That Euro Truck Simulator that could be a system seller, right there. Minecraft, you know, uh, Minecraft, I don't think Minecraft is a system is a system seller because it's on no. everything. I think it might give a boost, but I don't. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I, it's going to be a system like seller. That, Had they put a bundle out, a Minecraft bundle with like a eight gig or higher memory card instead of the crappy four gig memory card that they seem to cram in everything and think why, people why, want. Why do people think like if you're positioning this as a multimedia, multi-purpose device? 
Four gigabytes. It's all why, I mean. why? Why on four earth gigabytes. would you think four gigabytes is adequate? Like if, I'll, if, I'll, if you're if you're if you if you bought a Vita and you bought anything less than a thirty-two gigabyte memory stick, I, I'm I'm so you're sorry. Kicking yourself. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will not hesitate to say that that's one of the biggest detriments that system has had well, is well, not with, having with, SD support because there's no reason for these memory cards well, that are proprietary has, and expensive for a four gigabyte card okay. that doesn't hold anything. And I don't get it because Sony has started to step away from their own proprietary cards yeah. or their other devices. Like, if you buy a video it. camera or even just a digital cam, they will support SDs as opposed mm-hmm. to the stupid uh, Sony sticks. Yeah, and, I don't get it. But the Not Vita is like, no, 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 no SD bad. No. It's like... If they were to come out with a Vita 3000 that used SD cards... I think that two, that you? alone would be awesome enough. Get away from those awful memory cards. That's the worst thing. Well, I don't it, have a problem with the 32 gig card, but it I, I have no qualms to say it's you know it's a detriment to the system. You know I don't have to have every single game I own on the system at all times. I don't have to have that. But with the four gig card being the only thing they push with the system, it's just it's it's ridiculous. It really is. I have a 32 gig card. All right, so I think I think we've kind of yelled at each other enough. <laughs> I feel like we've gotten that out of our system, and we can all agree that Sony, you done goofed. Vita's a great system that Sony has done nothing with. All right, Which thankfully us, the third parties have. And, and the, I guess have, uh, on the note of me. you done goofed, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, our feedback was fine for last episode. I mean, um, so Barry would, uh, I, I guess our first thing would be to point out that if you if you are in podcasting and we're ever curious as to how many people actually care about your output, break the feed for a day because then you get emails. <laughs> from th- That is the most interaction I personally had about it. I broke the feed for a day and then... Um, did some weird wobbling around with how I was organizing my files, and so uh, the fully updated version of the archive page didn't go up right away. So that that was some fun interactions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that 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 is literally the measure of success: is how many people will bug you when your feed breaks. Hey, so that's a good, nothing wrong with that. At least you can see that people are li- kind of listening to us, so that's good. Yeah, I mean... Because uh, <laughs> forum but, comments don't really count, because people can reply to forum comments without even having listened to the show. Well, and the, I mean, that that is something. I mean, people were talking about games that, um, you know, trying dis- discussing their own nostalgia factors and things that do hold up over the time. Uh, Sean McDougal, Daggerfall was terrible. You're wrong. You're lying. Skyrim wasn't much better, but Daggerfall is the spit of Elder Scrolls games. You you think so? Uh, I I Daggerfall is is the worst one. Tell me how you really feel about it. No, please don't get him started. Okay. I I thought Arena was the worst. Now Arena, you just sort of write off as the first one where they were they 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 got their heads that their their heads were full of big starry ideas and. It fell apart. You appreciate the ambition of Arena. Uh, the, Dag- the real, the, the real question is, which Skyrim DLC is the worst Skyrim DLC? <laughs> that is that the is one where di- you can have the babies. Actually, no, that one's fine because it also <laughs> lets you rearrange your house and know. set up better organization options, so you can have more boxes for all your stuff um, that I never used. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and had like Lydia be a creeper the whole time in my house until like. I lost her somewhere. Hey, you see that—that that was your first mistake. You kept Lydia in the picture. <laughs> no, I didn't. She I, I, my I house. left her. I'm the thing, and I left her. She she introduced herself to me, and I was like, "Goodbye forever. Never follow me." <laughs> you stay here. Okay. Um. Obviously, uh, our our resident pod person did join the comments. Not having listened, but to talk about how kids today don't know what they're missing with old-ass JRPGs being so much better than everything coming out now. Because he's a pod person. <laughs> I feel like someday he's going to listen to these podcasts. No, I don't this, think he will. This sort of dia- no, no, imagine it, though. A world in which he listens, and this dialogue is an Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you... If, 
you, you know what? If you're on our forums, you have the power to poke him on the 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 the, the not Facebook walls we have in the in the user profiles on the forums. You can tell him what we say. We don't really care. I would. I if Raya were in the room with me, I would tell him he's a goddamn pod person. These are not I, things well, I would hide from him. I, I because think, he's I, a podcast I, fan. That's right. I, I, I think I think Raya is a good guy. I'm assuming Raya's a guy. But he needs to listen, and he needs to read, and then comment. <laughs> he needs, like, com- informed commentary is what he needs. And to have opinions based on reality. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, Victor would like to say that uh, the key to you beating uh, Kadelka Trent is to move correctly and not <laughs> get up. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Uh, had I had I only known, <laughs> I, I honestly think that I'm stuck somehow. I I, I don't think that there's a pause. I think I have to start from scratch at this point. Yeah, I think that Which that's basically what he came down to. Yeah. Um, Colto, who's a new member, who appear, appeared to have created an account just to do drive-bys on Call of Duty and say some nice things about Baldur's Gate. I don't know. That's a thing. Uh, Barry would like to Barry would like to remind us that she bought. All the good Ultimas, because she enjoys digging into RPG history, which is weird. Uh, I bought all the bad ones because I'd like to. I like to remind myself what it takes to be good. Well, I mean, sometimes I, bu- I bought need... the good ones too, but yeah, I sometimes mean, like, you I... need Ultima Nine to be there to be like, man, oh my God, Ultima, Ultima Six 9. was pretty sweet. <laughs> no, no, seriously though, you know, like four and seven are my jam. You look at stuff where where Ultima goes platforming mode, and it's like you need to jump from isometric dot to isometric dot, and you're like, this is really terrible game design. And then you play Ultima Nine, and you're like, holy crap, what was I even talking about? This is terrible game design. <laughs> like it, it, it can always get worse, and that worse yeah. is usually somehow Ultimate Nine. <laughs> What's a paladin? <laughs> What's a paladin? <laughs> Your knowledge of the grand uh, of the land shall be great. Though the woman at the start tells you you've done this eight times before and your knowledge of the land shall be great like and you ask your best friend was a paladin and you ask an npc what's a paladin (laughs) like that there's a point like i realize you have to introduce people to the setting please don't make the main character a complete idiot if you're (laughs) playing like it's it's like it's like when you get to mass effect 3 and you still have the dialogue options where you can ask ask for exposition Yeah, what's a Terran? <laughs> yeah, you you can. I think you can still ask those, but I don't. If you if you do, you're you you're not doing it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so that was our feedback. Uh, you're always welcome to leave that on our forums. You can find the link on the uh, on the archive page for this show, or you can uh, shoot me an email, which you can also find on the archive page. We are tweetable and various other modes of communication. Yes. Um, I'm still looking at a um, at adding a voicemail line because apparently I get like a free I get a free one eight hundred number for having web hosting already. Oh, cool. I'm not sure if I can just have that be a voicemail that emails me MP3 files or if it does something else. But I'm gonna check that. We need a free one nine hundred number. <laughs> Make those those need to be a thing again. Well, wait. What was the one that was uh, popular during the 1980s? There was a horror movie based on it. I, I, weren't those the 900s? No, it wasn't. It was like uh, six nine seven for evil or something like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have no. Do you idea. remember this? No. Nope. Anyway, I'll Google it afterwards. What I want to close out on because this is a portable topic. Uh, what what do we all think of the new 3DS beyond the fact that whoever is in charge of naming things at Nintendo needs to be shot out of a needs cannon? Needs to stop. Needs yeah. to stop. Like, it, just, just for, like, if, if the way Mario sequels were named wasn't enough, the new 3DS. I, I think, I think that uh, if the new 3DS... Uh, with all the specs it has now and the design it has now, uh, was introduced back in 2008 when uh, the original 3DS was introduced. 
if, if that was where the system started, I would have said it's a great idea. You know, better battery, a better RAM, a second stick, powerful uh, shoulder buttons. Yeah, which, but in 2008, which, it would have cost $100 more than the launch price of the 3DS. Prob- probably. probably let, let me hold on here. What, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I feel like although I respect the specs and I'm curious as to see how it will eventually work with the Wii U, considering that the control scheme is pretty comparable with that of the Wii U gamepad. I honestly think that this is going to lead to a lot of consumer confusion mm-hmm. over the difference between a new 3DS and a 3DS. Oh, and uh, and it wouldn't lead to any confusion had there not been the decision to have new 3DS exclusive games for the new 3DS. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, I, I think the idea of a portable Xenoblade Chronicles is really rad. I honestly do. And I like the fact that the new 3DS can actually make that happen. But I just know in my heart that this is going to end up... It's not going to be like a Game Boy, Game Boy Color thing. Because when the Game Boy Color came out, it was clearly defined as a new system. This is the but same even console. then, there were still Game Boy Color games you could play on both. Yeah. There but, were cross-platform. There were, there were like, like Pokemon Gold and Silver, I believe, you could play yeah, on that was, both. Yeah, that was the big deal, was... That, Do I have to buy a new machine deal. to get? But but a, a I, I honestly I honestly think that this is just gonna divide people. You're gonna have some people who have had the system for years, and they're gonna be upset at the concept of upgrading. And then you're gonna have moms who buy it for their kids, and they aren't gonna understand why their kids can play some games but can't play other well, games. Here's the thing: it's like there there is definitely going to be a camp of kids who are like, "No, I need a new 3DS this year." It's like, "No, I bought you a 3DS two years ago. It's fine. No, it's new." Stop trying to fool me, kid. <laughs> Scott, we know children like that. I know that the, I am drawing even... from my real life to inform my commentary. Part of me thinks that if if this works, and I'm not sold on if it actually will, even though again I like the specs and I like the design. If this works, part of me thinks that they're going to release a new Wii U with better specs that are more competitive with recent console cycles. I don't and, think they'll do oh, that one. I don't think they'll go that far. But if they know. do, if they do, they would call it the new Wii U to make things even more confusing. But but, no, but this no. is the thing. Wii this Wii is the thing. People people U's. don't buy. It. It's been claimed that people don't buy the Wii U because they think it's just an add-on for the Wii. But if they say the new Wii U. You're really right. The naming conventions at Nintendo are quite atrocious. <laughs> Sam, did you have any thoughts? Otherwise, I'll jump in. Nope. I think it has a really stupid name, and I really don't care, because I'm probably not buying one. All right. Here's my... If I have Xenoblade, why, why do I need a system another yeah. for it? Here's my only word of advice on the system is to take Trent's advice from earlier in this episode and the advice I gave after the launch of the 3DS is do not buy one until there is something you absolutely want to play on it. Do not buy one for a promise of any game that is going to come to the system. Do not buy one because they have announced a game like Xenoblade that's coming to the system. Buy one the day that game comes to the system that you really want. Don't buy one and just hold on to it. Buy one when the games are out. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like I, I feel like this is a mid-cycle upgrade mm-hmm. that will not go too well. Like this isn't cell phone land where you can, you know, after nine months announce a slightly smaller or slightly bigger version of your current model and have and catch a new wave of people. I feel like this is just going to be like. But, but that's that's no been one... said in the past, though. People people have like you remember the original DS came out. It was a fat chunky thing. Oh, they brought oh, out the, oh, they yeah. they brought out the DS well, Lite. It sold like hotcakes. It was smaller. Well, this then is they it. They brought is... out the DS. They brought out the DS XL, which was massive, and it sold like hotcakes. It's one thing to, to have improve models the size. on the same spec. Absolutely, but this is this is technically a whole new beast without actually being a whole new console. And yeah, which... the question is going to come down to how much does Nintendo throw at making it a relevant part of their business plan? Because if every other, let's say even half of uh, their their output for for uh, a year, the year prior to after the launch of the new 3DS, is only going to work with that extra, you know, half a gigahertz of processing power, 
then I suppose we'll all get stuck upgrading for it if that's the way Nintendo wants it wants to play it. Or it could be like, oh, no one's really adopting this new 3DS because no one's quite sure what it is. Well, oh, man. those 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 hundred those two hundred thousand people are gonna like Xenoblade <laughs> and the second thing we make that's new 3DS uh, yeah. exclusive, and well, we'll just call it a day. Now, I've already said how third parties are not the best at supporting Nintendo systems, including the 3DS, and I don't think you're going to see a ton of people jump ship to this new 3DS and make a game exclusive for that. They may make it take advantage of those features, but I don't think you'll see it exclusive for a lot of stuff outside of Nintendo. They're going to scale back, they're going to go for the lowest common denominator, and they're going to go for the one that's going to sell that has 40 million co- you know, systems out there instead of the new one that just came out, third parties especially. So that is that, and thank you for listening. I'm still the hot one. Send $9.95 to, Trent at, uh, to Instatrent at rpgamer.com to join the Sam Marcello fan club. Oh, yeah. Bye! <laughs> The Active Topical Banter Show is an RP Gamer production, all rights reserved. Visit rpgamer.com for contact info, discussions, and other great content. Music by Nubuo Ematsu, arrangements courtesy of ocremix.com.